I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So about Michael Jordan, how you going to hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Today we got a good one. We are talking about Game 4 of the NBA Finals. Yes, we were all surprised. The Greek Freak and the Milwaukee Bucks have taken the 2-2 lead. Not the 2-2 lead, but tied it up 2-2. And we're going to be breaking this down as the Basketball Addicts. So I'm going to kick it off here to Chris. And let's, let's hear what he has to say first. First things first. Kings hate and shame. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me why, Chris. Tell me why. Because I'm human. I'm not Mm -hmm. against, you know, admitting when I'm wrong. Oh, okay. We love that. And sadly, I mean, I'm not, I'm still on the Phoenix Suns train, but Mm. I was just, we were punching Budenhoser in the face, like punch, punch, punch after punch. He wasn't weaving them. He was taking them all to the chin. Uh-huh. Then he caught us with one with a left, and it Ooh. we got dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice little. Uh, that was nice. <laughs> he caught us with a left, and we was like, "Oh, <laughs> we got dizzy." We rocked a little bit, yeah. Because if you haven't watched that game, exactly what we have been saying, the media has been saying, it has finally been done. Uh oh. Just a little bit. You know, there were portions, of, there were times where Chris Chris Middleton didn't start. The, I mean, not Chris Middleton. Brooke Lopez didn't start that game at center. Giannis did. Yes. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, was that an entertaining, exciting game to watch? Yes. Great um, game. They, I mean, I just want to say I'm sorry. Coach Boonehoser, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry too. <laughs> uh, but back into, the, you know, what we were originally talking about. That's just a little bit intro. Um. So just a couple of things. Uh, positives, you know, you have Giannis was able was finally playing center. That was a you know now you you saw the difference in how the game was being played, how they had to change their right. strategy. You saw the mm-hmm. difference. Um, if you go back to I think it was the second quarter when Brooke Lopez came in, <clears throat> Brooke Lopez was being scored on immediately. But when Giannis right. was down there, it was like kind of a back and forth thing. Like the Phoenix Suns mm-hmm. did lead throughout the game until just about the last. Mm-hmm couple minutes of the fourth quarter because chris middleton lost his fucking mind but that's besides the point um it's just been how do i put this mm. it was just a, like it was really a good game though like i really enjoy watching that game for sure that was definitely yes. a game for for sports for sports fans for basketball fans right because like, right competitive it was it was competitive all the way through. You didn't really know what was yes. going to happen. Like mm-hmm. you didn't. Yes. And I mean, Giannis, of course. I mean, uh, geez, how do I put this? Chris Middleton is 
Okay, so I saw this post. I'm gonna do this. Do it this way. I saw this post. Okay. That uh-huh. said that is Chris Middleton a top ten player in the league today? Wait, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, give me a second, Jay. <laughs> I saw this post, and I want to say that he is top ten most inconsistent player in the league today. He's not a top ten, but yeah, because he he has his games, and sadly, he had the Phoenix he had the Phoenix Suns number tonight. I mean, like he mm. he falls asleep for like the first two games. He takes those two lefts and a right. And then he just uppercuts the hell out of you. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then, yeah. like, when you think you got him on the ropes, he just punches you hard. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, he dropped, like, 40-something points, and he scored, like, the last eight points. And just shit. He was on fucking yeah. fire the entire game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're totally right. <clears throat> um. So my takeaways from this game is definitely uh, it was a special game from Devin Booker and Chris Middleton. Mm -hmm. Devin Booker was putting on a mid-range clinic. You know, if anybody thinks, oh, the mid-range game is dead, uh, I'm sorry to tell you, the mid-range is never going to be dead because it's always going to be the answer to, you're not going to let me get to the bucket. I'm going to be able to shoot a mid-range, right? Okay, let's hear it. I was about to say, like, you know, Kawhi Leonard is this as well, and he's like a mid-range yes. king, so I yes. hope you don't think the mid-range is gone. Go ahead. LeBron James, underrated mid-range game. Very true. <laughs> yes. Yeah. AD's got a good one, too. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, Devin Booker's a bucket, man. He was having a phenomenal performance last night. 42 points. Absolutely insane. Um, You know, the Milwaukee Bucks. Chris Middleton, yeah, you're definitely right. It's he he does have moments like last night where he is having a great game. Um, it was the right time though. Game four, you're down 0-2, obviously lose, you're down 3-1, and you get to equal out Devin Booker's 40-point night, which probably would have pushed them to the win without Chris Middleton losing his mind. Mm-hmm. So this is actually really, really good timing for them. Um so yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I really think that Chris Middleton is maybe a little bit better than people think, but I completely agree with you that he's inconsistent because he should be a consistent 20 to 25 a night. Right? If that, yeah. So I I think that because he'll slip into the teens or below 10, which is why you're completely right. But it, it's just that night he was cooking. He really was. It was a clinic. It was great to see. Something you didn't expect going into the game. Um, and I completely agree with you. Mike Bullenholzer, I'm sorry. I was wrong. You made a little bit of adjustment. Right? You're you're down 2-1. You're about to go down 3-1. Fourth quarter, you're down by a few points at the start of the fourth. Brooke Lopez did not touch the floor the whole fourth quarter. And they might have found something with Bobby Portis. They put Bobby Portis in a center-ish to kind of take away from Giannis's minutes throughout that fourth quarter, and it seemed to work really well. So that might be something that's going to be translatable for the rest of the series mm-hmm. because I think they still want to have some sort of size in there. So he could be the long-term answer. And he did get, like, it was only one minute. It was like he got 20 minutes. Bob uh, Brook Lopez got 19. But that was a big minute difference. But what is what this is about for me is the pick and roll, Chris. Exactly what you started with. 
You know who's getting crucified today? Who's getting crucified today, Chris? And Chris Paul. All, yes. Why is Chris Paul getting crucified? Because he had 10 points and 7 assists, right? Didn't show up. Everybody's right. Everybody's <laughs> like, he doesn't shoot well. His points are down. Oh, this is just like what he used to do, right? He always disappears in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's it's because of the pick and roll was stifled, right? Then DeAndre Ayton didn't have a good game either. DeAndre Ayton only had six points. I mean, you got 15, 7, and 10 between Jay Crowder, McKill, Bridges, and Cam Johnson. That's pretty average for them. So it's not like they played terribly. So what it is is the Bucks figured out the pick and roll, right? So that's a scary thing for the Suns going forward. Um, I, I've never thought that Chris Paul has been a creator off the dribble, especially in his older years. I always thought that it was the pick and roll that created his shots in the Suns. Mm-hmm. So if you take away the pick and roll, his numbers are not going to be extremely impressive. Um, so it, it this is the way you beat them. And, and now they're finally starting to take hints here. And now they have the flow of the series. And the deciding factor for me going forward is the Suns have two games at home, right? Mm-hmm. Always role players step up more at home. Is Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday either have one big game left in them, right? Because we all know Giannis is going to lose his mind every game. He's yeah. scoring for anywhere from 25 to 42, and he's going to have anywhere from 6 to 12 assists and 16 rebounds to 10 rebounds. Like, he's ridiculous. We all know yeah. he's ridiculous. But do Drew Holiday or Chris Middleton either have one big game left in them? That's the question. And with the role player situation, Due to that, the Bucks played really great defense. Mm. I I worry if they're going to be able to bring the same energy at home and get the same calls at home, Mm-mm. right? Because they let them play. So yeah, I'm worried about that because your gut is think I think is right. So the the ability for them to get the calls and be able to play the physical style of defense it's going to be really interesting going forward. But the fact that the Bucks were able to beat the Suns with Devin Booker scoring 42 gives me a lot of hope. So as long as they can kind of get the consistency they got from Bobby Portis, I think, in my opinion, they might have a recipe going forward. I'm a little worried about Cameron Artis Payne because I feel like he has a 20-point game left in him. That's just my gut instinct. Mm-hmm. You know, two two games at home, I think one of these games is going to put up a pretty big night. So I they got two home games to figure it out, Chris. What's, what's your take after me saying that? Okay, so listen to you say I completely agree. And with that, the fact that Chris Paul isn't really showing up like he has been these past couple final series, it turns into an old Phoenix Suns team. Just with the, just with like, you know what I mean? Like how Devin Booker carries the scoring load, just like he does every yes. night. And now yes. it's just like he has a bunch of role players around him, pretty much. Like the people mm-hmm. who are not like he needs somebody to come along with him. And Chris Paul was that yes. guy. So we need Chris Paul to step up again. You got to figure it out. You know what I mean? You have a great basketball mind. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. Figure out how to do it. Monty Williams, you know, get in there with Chris Paul. Y'all figure it out. And y'all mm-hmm. still got, I still believe in you. I do. I do. But I do want to apologize to Boonehoser because we were definitely like all on his head these past couple games. Like Brooke Lopez, yeah. why is he down there? Brooke Lopez, was it? Mm-hmm. Why is he down there? Yes. Put Giannis in. Mm-hmm. And he finally listened to the media. He finally listened. I mean, I don't know if he listened to us, but I mean, I guess maybe he just finally, maybe somebody <laughs> must have like took him aside and just like <laughs> smacked him aside the head. was like, what are you doing? <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, 
I, I would say um, the only thing that two things that statistically is odd, the 17 to five turnover ratio. It's really hard to win an NBA basketball game when you turn over the ball 17 times. But the Chris only Paul thing. One. Yeah. He had a big one in the fourth quarter. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. You're completely right. Lost him the game. Mm-hmm. And, and, but the thing is, the weird one is the Bucks shot 24% from the three point line. That's not really, that's terrible. So that's a pretty good sign for going forward if you can shoot that poorly and be close. So the stats have good or bad ways you can view it for both teams and going forward. So it's it's gonna be a it's you're gonna have really good three games, hopefully. You know. So do you wanna move on to the Kendrick Perkins things or do you have anything else? Go ahead, Gus. Hey guys, real quick. Um just kind of going back to what you said about Chris Paul's reputation in the playoffs. So Mm -hmm. um Chris Paul uh, uh, averages 18.3 points per game in the regular season. And mm. I'll see averages 15.6 points per game. It's not a big drop off, but that's a drop off, you know, from 18 yeah. to 15.6. I mean, that can make a, that can make or break a series. Those just couple, couple points. I, I think it's, um, mm, well, he's not a lethal scorer like a James Harden. Sure. Like a lot of those elite guys elevate more in the playoffs. So I could see this making sense because teams step it up intensity wise defensively um, for a guy who's a playmaker for others. So that's the only way I would take it. I've always thought that he's been a little overrated scoring wise. People will, you know, take the like the big game he against the Denver Nuggets you remember that? I think he dropped like 41 in the closeout game. And hit like the game those winner. Are a- yeah, those are aberrations, not r- reality, right? Yeah. Those are, uh, for some reason, Jokic is getting exposed in the pick and roll. That's that's basically what it is. He got to those mid-range spots. He was making it the whole time. Like, that's... So, it's... Yeah, I... His, he's, a, he's a weird guy. He's... On one hand, he's probably going to get crucified... But I think it's unfairly done mm-hmm. because he's misunderstood, in my opinion, because I think Chris, the reason why, Chris, you had him on, on the our list. Mm-hmm. You remember the 2010 rankings? Because yeah. he uplifts others, right? Yeah. Like Cam Johnson's better because of him. Jake mm-hmm. Crowder's because of it comes from DeAndre Ian is not the player that his stat says he is, right? That's Chris Paul's impact. Yeah. Right. Cam Johnson gets better because of him. Mikhail Bridges gets better because of him. All the wing guys that aren't very skilled, he creates better shot opportunities for them, right? So that's his gift. He elevates others, the looks that others gets. So it makes the team look better than what it is. And then when they face a team with more talent that's legitimate and repeatable, that's when that's why you see the delusion of and then the drop off. Because he's not gifted like that as a scorer, so there's a gift and a curse with him. But I think he'll. I think he's underrated. I, I agree with Chris on the way he views him all time. Even though I I had him lower, didn't have him on the list. But I I, I like him I personally. Yeah, he definitely uplifts other players. He makes people makes the team around him better. Um, mm-hmm. so get going off of what you said, you know, like I said, it is a couple points. I mean, in a series that can make or break, but as long as his assist numbers are still normally where they should be, then it, should, it yes. shouldn't make much of a difference. His assist to turnover ratio is what makes him special. Yeah. Yeah. 
do do we have anything else or do we want to move into the Kendrick Perkins comment? Uh, yeah, let's move into the Kendrick Perkins. It was Kendrick Perkins saying that Chris Middleton is the Batman to Giannis Antetokounmpo's Robin. He said he didn't. He, he, I think he said it on Twitter, and then he also said it on TV as well. He doubled down, and then he told him to carry on. Well, <clears throat> while you're looking, Gus. So, Jason. Yes, sir. So, uh, Chris Middleton, who we just talked about, top uh-huh. ten most inconsistent player. He's like the Paul. He's like what Paul George was and is no longer, or is kind of trying to fall out of being. Mm-hmm. Um. Kendrick Perkins, um, mm. who won a ring on the Boston Celtics. Noah. Yeah. Uh, and then got paid by the Oklahoma City Thunder because they didn't understand his um, role on that team. Besides the point, uh, he uh, said, not knowing, you know, not really knowing a Batman and or Robin because he was neither. Um, <laughs> Gosh. Maybe a penguin. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't even know who Batman's fifth man is. Jeez. Maybe his pencil. I don't know, bro. Oh, he's the butler. He's the butler. <laughs> <laughs> he literally sets screens for other players. He's just like the guy who's the role. Yep, yeah, he's Alfred. Yeah, he's that's Alfred. what it is. Said that Middleton mm. is Giannis's Batman. And Giannis is Robin in the sidecar. Thoughts? I think they should find somebody else that has a podcast called the Basketball Addicts Podcast to talk oh. about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> because, man, that is some stupid uh, uh, mm, mm, stuff right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, geez. Chris Middleton is not a top 10 top 20 player in the NBA. He might be like 20 to 20, 20 to 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is extremely inconsistent. You're right. And Giannis Antetokounmpo is a top borderline top five. Mm-hmm. Like he might not have the perimeter scoring yet, but what he does is literally average like 30, 15 and eight or something like that. 30, yeah. let's say 30, 10 and eight. Like, if I said, Chris, somebody's averaging 30, 10, and 8 in the NBA finals, would be like, well, I mean, LeBron might do better, but it's like, is Russell Westbrook somehow in the final, like, in this prime? Like, how is this? Like, that's the type of thing that he does. He's just, with, while being extreme, like, the best defender on the team. Mm-hmm. He's the key to them shutting down the pick and roll. Yeah. So, this is absolutely ridiculous. Giannis is Batman, right? The only... There's only like five or six people that could make him Robin. Yeah. And those are all world James Harden, Kevin Durant, LeBron, maybe Luca and Dame. I mean, that's maybe it. Like other than that, is it's Giannis, right? So he's and honestly, if you wanted to make a super team, he's a perfect person to build a super team around. I don't think there's another person that more perfect to build a super team around other than Nikola Jokic, uh, which, Hey, go check out our trades. Part one, part two podcast, which are dropping today, Thursday and on Friday, which we have building a wink, wink, a super team around Jokic. Shameless um, book. 
<laughs> but yeah, Giannis loves the Kumpo, the ability to pass, get others involved, attack. The, like what Giannis does is rare to find. All you got to do is put in great scorers, and then you can build a super team there. So yeah, this is completely stupidity. Uh, yeah, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Talk, you can go ahead, Chris. He doesn't know what he's talking about at all. I mean, come on now. Giannis is the definitive leader of that team. Without Giannis, there is yes. no Bucks finals run right now. Period. I mean, yes. like you won a game without him, I think it was, maybe two. But it was against a hobbled Atlanta Hawks team. They didn't have their definitive star. So they, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? In any other series, mm-hmm. you're done for. Mm-hmm. Chris Middleton, he's a really good role player. Really good role player. Might be a good three. Yeah. Maybe like a definitive like third option. Mm-hmm. But he's no Batman. I mean, like... I. Come on, Kendrick Perkins. Just, I can't agree with you more, Jason, just with everything you said. I'm just going to say just, like, maybe they need to test Kendrick Perkins for, like, marijuana or something. Like, he needs to, he needs to stay off that weed. <laughs> stay off the weed. In the words of Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, that's a pretty funny clip. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll so, give it to him. <laughs> so the, um, the, thing that i'm finding on twitter is essentially kendrick perkins this is what he tweeted he said when it matters most you better put your lettuce on money making middleton the man of straight money when it comes to being clutch by the way Giannis and middleton are the justice league we can call chris batman and Giannis superman carry the hell on um i did see that he made a comment um He said, Batman saved 40,000 lives tonight. When it matters most, just put the ball in Chris Middleton's hands. Carry the hell on. I mean, but Giannis had the game-winning block. The game-saving block. So, I mean, I guess it'd go either way. But I wouldn't make... I'm not build, we're not building teams around Chris Middleton. We're not doing... We're not doing top 10 lists and saying, oh, Chris Middleton. No. No. (laughs) Yeah, what's funny is that he essentially says in pretty much the very next week Giannis guarded the entire play last night by himself essentially winning the game <laughs> that's like his very next tweet uh, I'm not you know I think uh, he's like uh, he's like he's like chain smoking blunts right now while he's tweeting <laughs> <laughs> bro he's got somebody blunt, take his blunt in the left hand him. and uh, <laughs> twitter in the right hand <laughs> <laughs> Taking bong wow. rips. <laughs> He's got a problem, bro. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> Did he... Yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would not recommend At Kendrick all. Perkins' Twitter page. Carry the hell on. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather read the encyclopedia back front and back before list- taking his comments seriously. <laughs> <laughs> For real? Like, does he... You drinking Hennessy and taking long rips? Like <laughs> uh, that sounds like J.R. Smith, bro. I think we got the wrong guy. Any <laughs> guy, yeah, yeah, he is that he got, bro. <laughs> hey, he he's a part of a ring championship run, so I, I we can live with Jr. Jr. You can, hey Jr. You're not in the NBA anymore. You know, you can go guest, be a guest on our podcast. We love to talk to you about basketball. Shameless, For sure. Probably would never happen, but hey, 
We're Cavs fans. We we accept anybody here. Never right. say never. <laughs> hey, <it can> <laughs> yes, sir. Happen. Never say never. <laughs> J.R. Smith. All right. All righty. So thank you guys for listening to the Basketball Addicts podcast. We have a few new uh, YouTube episodes you guys should check out. So basically, we're on YouTube right now, guys. We're on TikTok and we're on Instagram. We're merging three platforms right now. We're really starting to grow. Um, Thank you guys for listening. And we'll have a, a podcast on Sunday that'll go over multiple different things. We're still kind of storyboarding here with that one. So I can't give out too much information, but I know we'll probably talk about the Olympics for certain. And man, we talk about losing two games. Wow. Amazing. Right. Wow. All right. So, yeah. So we're the basketball addicts. I'm Jason Collins. And I'm Chris Muhammad. All right. <laughs>